Hi, welcome to Forty Craig, a podcast by two thirty-something guys whose adult lives and responsibilities haven't eclipsed our zeal for stupid nerdy shit, from Warhammer to video games to diners, drive-ins, and dives. If it's your fandom, we're your tandem. Little little guy fear we call back there. We'll throw back there, yeah. Dude, I was watching that before we started, and that is just fucking torture if you're hungry. <laughs> yeah. I kind of wonder how Guy Fieri's heart hasn't exploded in his chest from all the stuff he eats. Like, when is he going to do an episode nearby where I live? <laughs> yeah, and then you can actually like go take advantage of the stuff. That's that's a good point. Have you ever met anyone who's been to a driver, a diner, drive-in, and dive location? No. Maybe um, they there, don't exist. There was uh, an episode of Kitchen Nightmare. Uh, the, the place was close to where I grew up. Was it your house? <laughs> My kitchen. Ah, uh, well. But yeah, they, they went out of business. That sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> so, uh, to Tom. Yeah. Here we are. It's Sunday. We're going to talk about Age of Sigmar this week because there's a lot of cool shit coming out for it. And I feel like we don't really talk about it very much. That's because I don't know much about it. I don't either, but you know what? People don't listen to this to hear us be knowledgeable or smart. They hear us want to hear us being stupid. Point two. At least I hope so. Otherwise, we're going to lose some some viewers pretty soon here. They don't know about Sigmar. I'll fuck these guys. Yeah, whatever, Sigmar. So we're going to talk about it. I, I The way I've kind of organized this, we're just going to talk about what are things that are cool and what are things that are really, really dumb in Age of Sigmar from the, the lore, which we know next to nothing about. So mostly the models. All right, let's dive into this the Sigmar stuff. <laughs> so what do you know about the setting other than that it's like dwarves and elves and shit? Uh, fantasy setting. The chaos gods are there. Yeah. <laughs> shit, something went wrong. <laughs> I mean, I was fairly well versed in the, the Warhammer fantasy from like back in the day before... The, I guess like the world ended or something and Mm -hmm. like Nagash is back and like, I think Sigmar's there and like maybe Slaanesh got captured, but the other gods, like they destroyed the world, Mm -hmm. something like that. Right. That's a good question. So that's my understanding. Basically the, the world as it was the super fun setting that you can play in total war Warhammer is no more. And instead Mm -hmm. it's completely redone. And in my opinion, a lot less interesting. Mm -hmm end of days i mean i guess i guess it's kind of interesting that they move the storyline along because <laughs> i think a lot of us in the 40k world have said like hey it'd be cool if you know they you did that of course then they brought back robo girly man <laughs> which changed the dynamic a little bit but i feel like they went they went pretty far with that in the fantasy setting yeah i was just thinking about that the other day how come uh roden guillotine is the only loyalist primarch uh, that they have available I mean, one would hope at some point, like, you know, what's his name? Vulcan is a... A uh, perpetual. Perpetual. He's a perpetual. You got Jock Tycon and Lehman Russ went into the warp. Rokul Dorn is probably alive, even though his hand turned up someplace. Hmm. Corvus, I think there was some fluff that said he turned into some kind of demonic entity while he was in the warp, which sounds fucking awesome. <laughs> so... Yeah, it's, I'm sure at some the point... lion's hanging out in The Rock. Yeah, the lion's hanging out with The Rock. They're going to make a buddy comedy movie where, believe it or not, The Rock is going to be Kevin Hart. <laughs> to scale, that, that makes sense. Yeah, it does. <laughs> That's, I actually like that joke. I'm gonna... yeah, there's layers to that. That's a good one. 
So, yeah, I mean, you know, they're probably going to advance it, but they did with Fantasy. So let's just go over it, Tom. Like, if you were going to play uh, Warhammer Age of Sigmar, is there, like, a faction that you kind of like or think is cool enough to invest the time and effort into? Uh, we we did consider getting into Warcry once upon a time. Yeah. Uh, and I, I did pick up some Daughters of Cain models. Which, so Daughters of Cain are, are kind of like dark elves from the world that was but they're the good guys now yeah they're they're order which doesn't make sense (laughs) i mean i guess in comparison yeah that's the best choice but they're like super like dark are they are they maybe like lawful evil that's a good way to describe it so maybe that's why like they cited because like order is like you got some dwarves I want to talk about. You got the lizard men, <laughs> Seraphon. You got the underwater elves who I want to talk about. That's a weird one. And then there's the weird, like, everybody's wearing beige pants elves that we've talked about before, <laughs> which doesn't make sense to me. And then there's the Sigmarines who, okay. So you got, like, the really prototypical good guys with a couple, like, you know, lizard men are kind of, like, a good good addition there. And then you got the the people who bathe in human blood. So, okay. Yeah, they're basically, they're basically followers of Korn, uh, but they're the good guys. Yeah, uh, well, but you mean the band from the uh, early aughts, right? Yeah, Freak on a Leash. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they're followers of Korn. Well, Kane, the bloody-handed. But the models are pretty sweet. Yeah, and the, the potential to kid bash... Uh, Emperor's Children was another drawing point. So you are you thinking uh, like you would do Emperor's Children with Daughters of Cain models? Oh, yeah. so you use the the Medusa or Maluse or whatever it is snake body yeah. with a marine top. That looks awesome. And the uh, Kinari wings. What's a Kinari? Is that a is that a these little ladies? Oh, so they're Daughters of Cain too. Yeah, they have spears and and other things. Yeah, so the the souls that get freed from Slanesh, uh, when they're given form again, they have some kind of mutation. They're either snake bodies like the Melisai, or or they have wings like the Kinar. So that's that's the daughters of Cain are the souls that were rescued from Slanesh. Yeah, so Marathi, when she escaped from being eaten by Slanesh, you know, set out to free the rest of the elven souls that were consumed. Uh, so the ones that she managed to free, you know, they were twisted, or, you know, snake-like. That's actually pretty cool. That's why Marathi has the snake body. Yeah, and Marathi, so she's Malekith's mom. She's got to be old as fuck, but she's still <laughs> looking pretty good, isn't she? <laughs> yeah, she, because uh, she had it. Uh, she would make sacrifices to Cain in order to keep her eternal youth. Uh, but then he sort of died, and she has a shard. But. Um, yeah, she just turned to dark magic in order to stay young. Yeah, so she's extremely old, extremely powerful, and yet doesn't have enough money to get a outfit which covers the important parts of her flesh. <laughs> well, you know how uh, fantasy female armor works. Yeah, I do. But it's I think it's a cool model. Whatever. She's got a super cool dragon <laughs> the you know, snake body wing thing going on, so she's she's tight. And I think you said she'd be a good fulgrim base too. Lots of good Fulgrim conversions I've seen, especially now with Sigvold. Yeah, combine Sigvold and Marathi, and you get a great one. All right, so Daughters of Cain, that gets a big uh, thumbs up from Tom. That's that's on our list of best of Age of Sigmar. I want to talk about something that's on my worst, mm-hmm. uh, and that is going to be the 
Karadron Overlords or Karadron. <laughs> Karadron. Karadron. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I actually like these guys. These are like the steampunk dwarves. These guys are pretty cool, actually. All right, Karadron Overlords. I apologize to you. So these are like steampunk dwarves with little balloon backpacks. So they have like hot air balloons. They float around <laughs> yeah. and shoot guns. Yeah. Those are actually pretty sweet. Although the mechanics and physics of the balloons, given all the weight, I don't think would work. Who am I to judge? There's probably magic in there, too. All right, here's my worst of Age of Sigmar, the Fire Slayers. Fire Slayers. Yeah. So here's why. What If I was building an army of these guys, so all of them are like the, the Slayers from yesteryear in, in appearance. They got the big mohawks. They're, they're mostly naked. They got cool big axes and stuff. <laughs> but when you have to paint an entire army of those guys, you're basically just painting skin tone and red hair. <laughs> So that would get super boring with a couple armor pieces. And two, this is the least diverse army they've ever made. <laughs> How so? Everyone's a, a, a dwarf ginger. <laughs> ah, gotcha. They've all got the exact same hair color, the exact same facial hair, more or less. There's, They're just oh. all the same guy. Dwarves do have big families. But, like, it's just... They have big families, but, like, dude... <laughs> How do you tell them apart? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just saying. I don't like the design of the army. It just feels a little bit too homogenous. Too much sameness. Too much sameness, man. I want a melting pot. How about how about some dwarves from across the world with some different yeah. hair colors? You could probably paint them in you know, different skin tones. That's probably true. So you know what? That's what I want to see. I want to see somebody who took this army and made it a little more interesting. Because the one that's on the website is just like... Caucasian redheaded dwarf after Caucasian redheaded dwarf. I'm bored. <laughs> so that's my worst. <laughs> Tom, do you have another good one or a bad one? Uh, I, I like the aesthetic of the night haunt. Yeah, the night haunt's cool. The story didn't really grab me so much. You know, they're, they're cursed souls down to the mortal realms. You know, they're just they're ghosts. <laughs> but they look fucking cool as shit. They, they do. The models, so the night haunt, like all the models are kind of spectral. So I think all of them... They have this really cool thing which Games Workshop designers seem to have mastered in the past couple years where they can just make models look like really fluid and elegant and like they're flying with like an attachment to the ground. Like So, for example, I'm looking at one model, Lady Olinder Mortark mm. of Grief, who's floating above the battlefield and they hide kind of, you know, instead of having an aerial base, like part of her cloak is attached to the ground and that's actually the support for the entire model and i think that's right. really cool how they did that like with um mortarian and his like cloaky thing leading into the smoke yeah like disguising how the model is attached to the base like yeah. really interesting but a lot of them are like they seem so flimsy like i hated putting the kinari together because that's what they're doing like the only thing that's keeping it on the base is her tail like this super thin tail, and I've snapped so many of them and had to re-glue them. It's just a pain in the balls. That sounds awful. And I mean, yeah, you're right. So, like, again, very elegant, very amazing. Probably a pain in the ass to try to travel with. Mm -hmm. Especially because the models are so slight. Like, as it is, like, witch elves, like, <laughs> their arms are like like paper clips. Yeah, that's not very nice. I'm sure they're they're trying their best at the gym, you know? <laughs> But I think for me, Night Haunt, I, I do like the models. I think, um, again, they're a little too samey. So they have a couple, like, really mm -hmm. big ones. Like, uh, there's a guy on a, like, flying 
horse or something that's super cool. Um, I will say one thing. I'm clicking through the website as we're talking. Every time you click on, uh, on this is the Games Workshop uh, shop, that you want to look at something different, it switches up the menu, which is a huge pain in the ass because you'll click something and it'll move right as you're trying to click it. <laughs> Very poorly done. But anyway, no, I'm looking at like Rikonor the Grim Hailer. He's super cool. Like the, the Grim Ghast Reapers and the Chain Ray of Sail kind of have the similar similar aesthetic, yeah. But I don't know, the, the ethereal blue, you know, fading in, you know, into the white. Just, it's really eye catching. It's pretty cool. I like it. it. Is pretty, I, I'll give it a I'll give it a thumbs up. The other one that's in Death, Death's got some cool shit. I'm really excited <laughs> actually that they did the Soul Blight Grave Lords. Hmm. Which is just AKA vampire counts. Right. Uh, by the way, the, the reason they have all these giant names is because, like, Ossiarch Bone Reapers. <laughs> That's too much, guys. It, I, like, I know you're trying to copyright shit, but it's like when you have to have an adjective and a, and a noun, both of which that make no sense, it's too much. Right. Uh, how about Ossiarchs or the Bone Reapers? Like, it's probably because they couldn't copyright it, so they combine them, but like, when you combine them, it's too much. Right. What do you think of these guys? They're cool. Um, they remind me a lot of the Necromancer from uh, Diablo 2. Yeah. You know, he had bone motif armor. That's what I think of when I see them. I think I think that. I also think, like, Phyrexia from Magic the Gathering. Mm. I don't know if you ever saw those cards, but just kind of, like, biomechanical and freaky. Mm. I actually really like them. There's, they just came out with a Warhammer Underworlds, or is it Dire Chasm? One of, one of the little games band that looks super cool, and I might actually buy it. Mm-hmm. Because I love that Diablo Necromancer vibe. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I don't like all the models, but like a lot of them are pretty cool. I'll, I'll give GW credit for that. That was a pretty cool introduction of a brand new. Like the Morgas Harbingers look super cool. <laughs> Do they have cool fluff? I have no idea because I haven't been <laughs> to investigate it. Oh, you mean the Ossiarchs in general? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I th- I think they're one of like Nagash's. How do you say that? You see, I, it's Nagash in the video games. I always said Nagash when I was a kid. Yeah, potato. But, uh, so one of his like legions, they're made out of you know reanimated bones, and they have this thing called the Bone Tithe, where they go from city to city and ask for like you know it, we will let you live if you give us a bunch of bones to make new people so that's that's the extent of the fluff i know it sounds like racketeering it does a little bit doesn't it but yeah i like them <laughs> so i would i would actually consider playing them but let's next one is this soul blight i don't know fucking grave lords or some shit soul blight <laughs> grave lords yeah. the vampire counts yeah this this is where it's at for me zombies skeletons uh vampires necromancers yeah i'm in yeah. Yeah, vampires were always a sure thing. So in, in, I know, like in uh, 40k, you're like an unabashed chaos guy. In fantasy, are you chaos or undead or like what's your allegiance? Do you think? I don't know. I guess I would need to dive into it a little more. I don't want to, you know, go hedonites just because I feel like I have to. But I know there's some cool, uh, some cool things I'd be worth checking out. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> I do think it's interesting that they separated, like, within the Chaos, like, faction, there's each Chaos god has its own, like, army thing going on. Mm-hmm. So um, they're, like, separate armies, which makes more sense, honestly. And they got demons and mortals. 
you know, the blades of corn, you know, the dudes with the, the big two-handed axes. Yeah, those guys look pretty cool. Yeah. All right, so death overall, pretty good. We like the vampires. We like Night Haunt. We like Osiarchs. Fleshier Courts, I don't really care. Mm. Whatever. There, it's a whole army of ghouls. I feel like ghouls were the, like, okay, I have to take a group of these because, you know, skeletons alone aren't good enough. I would want to build an army around them. What's funny is that they think they're noble. Like, they don't know they're ghouls. <laughs> yeah, that is, fluff-wise, that's kind of cool. Seems tragic. All right, then we get, let's go back to order for a minute. So we just talked about some good stuff. Let's talk about a bad one. Stormcast Eternals. Mm. That's like eating, for me, a vanilla ice cream cone with vanilla sauce and <laughs> a plain waffle cone. Except that in order to purchase and eat said ice cream cone, you have to spend about $1,000 and about 92 hours of painting. Are they the uh, Sigmar's version of Ultramarines? Yes. No offense. I don't think I even know anybody who's who's played these guys. Mm. I mean, they must be doing good because they got so many models and they keep coming out. But like, I just I don't know anybody who is into these it's kind of like why would you just why wouldn't you just play 40k space Marines? <laughs> they just got garda steel soul oh <laughs> like some of the models are good like i'm not i got garda steel soul is not one of them but the i just i'm sorry guys he's a good conversion piece but we we had a whole episode where we we're just like larfing at him the entire time and but like <laughs> some of them they got good poses like i like some of the monsters that they can ride and shit but like mm-hmm. I just don't care. Like, you can't make me care. The armor does make for a good uh, conversion. So, so do you think that's why so many, like, nobody's playing them, they're just using them for space marines? Maybe. Because you're right, you slap a backpack on and you've either got an ultramarine or a blood angel, right? Yeah. Um, I used one of them as my conversion for Pius Vorn in Kill Team. Mm. Or was it Gottfried? No, it was Gottfried de Montbart. Gottfried. I don't know how you pronounce it. <laughs> Gottfried, I, have, I don't know, man. Gilbert. Gilbert. <laughs> Gilbert to murmur. <laughs> A- any thoughts here, Tom? Am I off base? Do you think I'm too hard on them? Uh, I, I don't know much uh, enough about them. Aside from, you know, the stereotypical news <laughs> that they're Sigmarines. I know that they follow Sigmar, and if they die, they get reborn or something. That sounds like every faction. Yeah. That's why I don't give a shit. Like, even the Flesh Eater courts, there was something memorable. Oh, they think they're handsome courtiers. <laughs> These guys, it's just like, I mean, it's, you got a choice between, do you want all of the same-looking people in gold armor or all the same-looking dwarves in red hair? <laughs> Fair enough. The, the most interesting thing that happened while we were talking about them is that I choked on some spicy Bloody Mary and was briefly incapacitated. <laughs> all right, <laughs> I'm, I'm done. What do you think about uh, Ideneth Deepkin Sea Elves? So something they so when Marathi tried to to bring the uh, elf souls back, uh, the first go around didn't work out so well, <laughs> and ended up creating the. the so she made fish people by accident. Yeah, she's like, oh, this is not so great. <laughs> Let's try again. So she did what any like modern country does and just dumped her problems into the ocean. Yeah, basically. <laughs> oh, toxic waste. <laughs> Throw it in the water. So you've got a hundred foot tall lizard trying to destroy your city. I know everybody in the world is like freaking out because they have a crab in like their underworlds team. <laughs> it's a cute crab. I do like the crab. Everything Not- will eventually become crab. 
Not, not enough to try to explain to my opponents why I have people riding sharks in the air who are elves. Who are, are they people. supposed to be underwater? I don't know, the modeling made it seem like they were underwater, but then how would you fight someone above? Yeah, that's true. How many how many whiskey sours do you think the person at Games Workshop who had before they came up with this idea? Oh, let's make fish people. <laughs> Oi, we, we need more elves. Oh, I know what we should do. Let, let's make them ride turtles and such. <laughs> God damn it, Henry, you're an idiot. Just when can I have them by? <laughs> yeah, but you're an idiot. When could I have them by? <laughs> this was riding a shark, Amy. <laughs> but how is a shark flying on the air? By the way, I'm sure these are offensive accents we're doing. I, I, I don't know what I was trying to channel there. Some kind of like... Cockney meets stereotypical, you know, London mafia. So, so apologies to the three listeners that we have in the UK. Put it in the comments. Tell us you hate us. <laughs> both English listeners. Yeah, both English listeners. All right. So that, that goes on my list of bad. I like the Seraphon. How do you feel about the lizard men? Uh, they seem cool. Yeah. Lizard people. Yeah, why not? Don't know their fluff. Well, the old ones are the Slan. Slam. So the slam, you know the slam, right? Refresh my memory. So, so they're the super duper powerful. Notice I put a duper in there. Yeah. Mages who are like giant frogs that float on these plinths, and they are the leaders of the lizard men. But it's like really rare to have one actually kind of fight. But they're like impossibly ancient, and they're the ones that actually created the world, and led to the kind of you know chaos. They built the gates that chaos snuck through. So in 40K, you know how there's the old ones that were fighting with the Necrontier? Mm-hmm. Those are Slan. Huh. So you can play as an old one in Age of Sigmar. That's kind of cool. All right, uh, moving on. Go <laughs> <laughs> All right, I want to do one last bad. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about these guys before, the Lumineth Realm Lords. Yeah. Some of the models are super cool. Some of them are super quirky. It looks like, though, we took kind of a pseudo Asian aesthetic and mixed it with a 1990s kind of feeling that people would ride kangaroos, which I feel like there was a movie where that happened. And then also everyone then bought their uniforms at Land's End and got the same kind of blue khakis, dungarees. Can't bless them. Yeah. I'm going to defer to you on them as well. I'm just looking at the model. I don't know shit about them. It just looks Uh. like one of the guys should be wearing Birkenstocks. So this is just going to be us commenting on uh, what the models look like. Well, but I, I like I think that's like kind of important, right? Because like think about Emperor's Children. Like you wouldn't be super into them if they didn't have a super cool noise marine, right? They don't. They, <laughs> <laughs> they have the normal shitty. Well, not shitty, but they have the normal uh, chaos marine kit that all legions get. But back when back when you liked them, was didn't wasn't there like a model that kind of like pulled you in? Like, oh, that's a model I would like to put together and paint. I mean, the yeah, I guess the sonic weapons are they're still resin. You can get the upgrade kits. But like, I, I think for me, look, like anytime you're gonna do an army, like you have to be willing to spend a lot of time with the models and like <laughs> really get invested in them. And so for me, like I need to be able to look at something and feel like yeah that's cool like i want to i want to like represent that in my army right so that's why for me like I, i'm never going to play an Ideneth deepkin or a lumineth realm lords because like there's no amount of money you could pay me 
to spend hours and hours painting beige blue pantaloons. You have a point. Really? Yeah, I mean, the Emperor's Children are, if not the most ostentatious legion in the whole uh, 40k setting. So I have a blast, you know, just painting them just wild, uh, you know, in-your-face, bright, you know, obnoxious colors. They're not all blue and khaki. Well, uh, with that, I, we can just do chaos real quick. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the Hedonites? I I like them. I like what they're doing. They're getting a whole thing. But they're. I just don't understand why Slanesh is getting so much love in Sigmar and not in 40k. So it's cool, but it makes you present it. Yeah, the models are sweet. You know, the... the you know, you've got your Mortal Realms, you know, followers of Slanesh. You know, they, they do their thing. You got the lore there. But I don't understand why it's so one-sided. Yeah. Like, they are pumping out a lot of Aegis Sigmar miniatures. Yeah. And I think we talked about that a little bit in, a, in an older episode. That, you know, since Sigmar is so much newer, they can afford to take bigger risks and, and you know, in order, in a effort to build the game as much as they can. Whereas with 40k, it's, you know, already kind of established. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, they've proven that the models sell. Just do it. Just do it. They came out with Death Guard. People loved it. They sold a million of those. Thousand Sons. Oh, awesome models. Keep going. You got two more cult legions. You did half of them. World Leaders would be cool, too. I do, oh, yeah, World Leaders. We need some new World Leaders. Um, by the way, I'm just looking at the models. I think <laughs> Disciples of Zinch, yeah, kind of fine. Blades of Corn, super metal-looking. I think they're <laughs> fun. I would play those guys. Uh, Maggotkin of Nurgle. Mm-hmm. There's some interesting stuff there. I don't think yeah. I'd want to build it because I'd probably just get really sick about what I'm making all the time. But there's some cool stuff. Yeah, I kind of had that feeling with Horde Armies that you were talking about painting the same thing over and over again, spending so much time. You know, I, did, I did, tried to sh- stay away from, like, cultist blobs because, <laughs> you know, there's only the one box of cultists. So you have to have, like, 800 boxes just to have a whole formation. You get kind of tired of painting the same guy eight times. Yeah. But I think uh, the Magnet, right? You get a whole bunch of Poxwalkers, whatever they're called. They have, they have names like Gutrot Spume, Spume. and Orgot's Demon Spew. <laughs> Morbidix Twice Born. What are the... Uh... Blobe Rotspawned. <laughs> what are the, the chaff? You know, the, just the oh, wall of bodies probably plague bearers uh there's the putrid blight kings those seem like some some more tanky guys let's see what they got in the yeah it looks like plague bearers mm-hmm. nurglings oh, the nurglings forgot about them pus goyle blight lords guys what language are you creating for this stuff like the copywriting is i oh man <laughs> sloppity bile piper <laughs> sloppity bile piper <laughs> there's a, a humor with the magakin i think yeah they're gross, but they're also silly. <sighs> a lot of crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we riffed enough on Age of Sigmar. Overall, though, I'll say, like, even if I'm critical of some of these, I, I really like the creativity and the obvious care, effort, and skill that go into some of these models. And even if I'm not a huge fan of all of them, I'm impressed. So thank you for giving us stuff to react to. And, and I hope the 40K product line is able to take advantage of some of the the stuff that age of sigmar is doing to create some cool new stuff mm-hmm. yeah totally there's a lid for every pot and just because it's not our thing doesn't mean it's not someone else's the other other people are going to get super excited about things we think aren't so great and that's why it's great 
just keep churning out new stuff and you know eventually everyone will be happy mm-hmm. well with that I think we can say good fight good night second when in doubt punch it out you're going to fabulous Puerto Vallarta Mexico kids don't do drugs just as planned <laughs> just as planned just as planned and see Birds and snakes and bugs and shit. <laughs>